What's up, guys? Welcome to Titan Lifestyle. Me and Big Drew. That's right. It's Titan Lifestyle. We do this every week at 2 p.m. Titan events, therapy of the week, crazy topics, and my favorite part, Q&A. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So bring on your questions, guys. Anything we can help you out with nationwide, hormone replacement therapy, medical weight loss, vitamin amino acid injectable therapies, rejuvenation detox, libido enhancers, peptide therapies, and much, much more. So wherever you guys are at, we can help you guys out, look better, feel better, and perform better. And we're here to answer any questions about any of the therapies, or maybe you want to learn about gaining more muscle, losing weight, better libido, better performance, better mental clarity, overall improving quality of life. And, uh, you know, whatever your goal is, health-wise or fitness-wise, we're here to help you accomplish that goal. Yeah, we could also help on the outside, too. John mentioned weight loss, muscle gain. We could also help with your hair, skin, and nails, too. So yep. anybody out there has any hair, skin, or nail issues, give us a call, 727-389-3220. And we do service all 50 states, except for Idaho. So. Yeah. Jajito, Scotty, Eddie O, Pa Finesse, what's going on, Bruno, uh, Jose, Mendoza, what's going on, Original Ed Step, Grant Glue. Juanade, Nurasan, what's going on? And everybody over on TikTok too as well. What's going on, guys? I hope all is well. Yeah, man, it's going it's it's going down today. Start so piling in. Yeah, I hope you guys are having a good Friday. Weekend's coming up. If you guys are here in Tampa, then you guys know about Gasparilla, and that's a huge, huge event here in Tampa. If you don't know about Gasparilla, you guys can always look it up. Uh, it's a huge event here in Tampa where you know hundreds of thousands of people come here to Tampa and they celebrate this pirate invasion of the bay. And it's like huge uh, parade, a lot of beads, and a ton of Gasparilla parties going on, for yeah. sure, all they around. They basically take over downtown and Bayshore. They close the streets off, yeah. shoulder to shoulder, people, thousands and thousands of people all throughout the street. So yeah. some people think it's a headache. Some people love it. So yeah. it's going to be, like John said, I think half a million people are going to be going to it. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty crazy. It's going to be a lot, for sure. I mean, it's just, it gets crazier and crazier every year. And usually we have a float in that. This year we don't. It is what it is, uh, but it's still going to be a good time. I think we're going to go down there, have a little good time, a little ga gathering maybe at one of my friends' house on Bayshore, and uh, enjoy the parade and enjoy some uh, some good beats in the backyard. So I'll try to go live to show you guys kind of what's going on in Gasparilla so you guys can get a feel for it on video. So be wary of that tomorrow social media. I will be going live for you guys, and it won't be about Titan. It'll be about having a good time and Titan lifestyle. It's supposed to be a good day tomorrow too. It's been a little chilly yes. everywhere. Tampa, we're like 83 today, yes. 80, 84 yesterday, or yes. 85, so we're good down here. So It's crazy because it's supposed to be 80-something degrees tomorrow. And then and 60. Then, <laughs> and then a high of 69 the next yeah. day. It's just, we, we have been getting lottery numbers here in Florida for yeah. our weather, and uh, it's just been kind of kind of different. Usually it's all cold or it's usually hot, and it's just been bouncing back day to day. Yeah, usually this time of year it's like high is 80, low is you know, 50, yeah. 55 at night. Yeah. And now it's been one one day the high will be 55, the next day the high will be 85. Yeah, so, so true, yeah. so true. I love the heat, though. Me too, me too. I'd rather be warm than Bring cold. The heat. We Bring both come from heat. cold weather originally. Yeah. Never going back. And don't ever want to go back no. there, absolutely. No. So uh, let's get into the first topic today, all right? And if you guys have any questions about Titan Medical Center, what we can do for you guys, or have any questions about how we can help, or whatever your goal is trying to achieve, maybe we can chirp, chirp in, chime in on that and help you guys out. So let's talk about the first thing, uh, therapy of the week. Now, the big thing and big topic around the world or even the United States, I guess, for at least the last couple of months has been peptides. Um, before that, you know, big news about peptides and how much they work and all the different peptides out there that can help people, whether it's healing or mental clarity or, you know, expanding life or anti-aging or all these different things that peptides can do. 
And you know, right now there was a there's a ban against uh, compounding bulk substances of, of some of these different compounds that are peptides. And at that point, um, you know, it's it's been an ongoing battle with the pharmacies and the DEA with this. So, what we're doing is is uh, we've still got pharmacies are producing these peptides, but what they are telling me is these peptides are going to come to an end very shortly. I know one pharmacy told me in March they're going to stop compounding these peptides, and they're one of the major pharmacies that compound a lot of these peptides. What they do did say though was that there are going to be substitutions, so they're working on different molecular structures of some of these different drugs. Um, to be able to bring it to you guys to make sure that they can't ban it. And if they try to ban that, they can just change the molecular structure again. It's just so crazy yeah. how that works. Yeah, it's kind of like they used to do with the pre-workouts and all that, you know, all yeah. the little garbage energy stuff that they have at the yeah. supplement places. It gets banned, they change one thing and come back. So yeah. scientists and people like that, they're, they're too too good at it. They Absolutely. just come up with something better. Chemists, man. Like John said, it's gonna, if it's coming to an end, stock up now. I mean, you got, if he said February or March, you got, yeah. you got a good month. Month to and jump half. on this, yeah, to jump on it yeah. and see what you can grab. So Ryan, Ryan asked on TikTok, he said, what what makes you stand above the rest of the clinics? That's a good question. I like that. And I, I, I love it. So um, it, gets me, it gets me able to talk about what we do different. So what do we do different? Um, now, we've been in business since October 2012, so like 11 and a half years almost, right? Um, now, what we've done since then is we've been concentrating on patient experience, patient therapies cutting edge and to the highest standard. That was one thing. But patient care was really the big thing. And I think that's what sets us apart from anybody else out there. So for us, we really care about the patient to come through. We want to make sure that they didn't feel like a number and that we were really, we really cared about their health. And that's where we really want to get them resolved. So with that, one thing I would say is, is customer service, patient care. So we're there 24-7 for you guys. If you call, text, email, we're there. We're checking on you every 28 days to make sure you're good on your therapies, how everything's going, um, do you need anything? And then if you have any problems, anytime, any day, you can call, text, or email, and then we're there to talk to you. Whether it's positive, negative, you got trying to hit a different goal or trying to do something different, that's what we're there for. Um, a lot of clinics are not like that. The other thing I would say is, is we really care about your health. There are some places out there that you could go and say, hey, listen, I want this, this, and this, and like, all right, no problem, we're gonna write it out, and that's what it is. But some of those things could possibly be hurting you or hurting your health or not be good for you in the long term. So at that point, our providers are there to customize and personalize a regimen for you. That's another thing. We personalize regimens for the patients, not create categories, and then what patient falls in this category gets this. So that's a little bit different too as well. Um, the other thing is is our appointments, our patient consultations. So a patient consultation is going to be between 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or an hour. It's going to be an hour. is going to be the most, I think, at that point, and that's well above any other provider that's going to give you a consultation out there. I know some are like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, very short and sweet, just trying to get the, the need and the no out of there and then get you off and then at that point not support you. They send you out the medications. I know people don't get callbacks from places for weeks. Um, they get put on the wrong doses of medications. They're waiting for pharmacy medications for three weeks, a month, two months. So that's what makes us different. We will always make things right. We will always go above and beyond for patients. And that's the Titan difference. Pretty yeah, I would, simple. I would, yeah. I mean, you hit it on the head. There's nothing. <laughs> pretty simple for you. I can't even add anything to that. You pretty much hit it on the head. But uh, yeah, just at the gym the other day, I had someone come up to me and say that they just started with Titan. And it was actually for BPC, which is crazy. We're yeah. talking about it now. And, um, that was the first thing he said. Man, they were so nice. They took care of me on the phone. Yeah. Um, so... We're there. Yeah. We're definitely there. It's not just a myth. It's not just, you know. No. You can call call yourself, 727-389-3220, yeah. Yeah. and speak to anybody who picks up the phone. Yeah. They're going to handle you professionally. They're going to be friendly. Yeah. They're going to answer all your questions. So, yep. Yeah. 
You can also, like I said, you can also you can also text that line. Same response. It's a real live person. So even when you get your text messages, let's say 28 days later, right? You don't pick up your phone. We text you. That's not an automated message that goes out. That's a real life person texting you, and you can text them back like, "Hey, just say something off the wall, just to see if it really is a live person, yeah, right?" right? Yeah, and you'll right. see it's not an automated response. It's literally a person that's going to be texting you. So now that I don't, I don't see anybody else doing that. Nobody anybody does else, that. No one else. Does Automation that. is everything out there, yeah. and everybody's trying to automate things as, as much as they possibly can. And yeah. you know. It's good, I guess, to a certain extent to automate. It's a lot easier. It's a lot. It's more expensive for somebody to do, right? But it doesn't provide the customer care, and, and this should be patient care. And I hate even saying customer to a patient. So patient care, because a customer buys a TV, the TV breaks, they can wait the weekend or week, I guess, to get in touch with somebody, and it's not as yeah. bad. When it's your health or something's going on, reaction, whatever it is then you need to talk to somebody right away yeah. and see what's going on so you're not freaking out, nothing's wrong, you know, you're good to go, you you have good well-being about, you know, the situation yeah. that you're in or, or whatever it is. So, you know, that's that's the big difference, I said, you know. And, um, you know, the next question I hear was, how do you test products from compound farms, pharmacies for safety and, and efficacy? Good so, question. This is a great Another question. Good question. Great question. I love these questions, guys. So... The way that we do it is, is there's third-party testing that goes out, right, from the compounding pharmacies, and they have to do this on each of the batches, and they test multiple vials in the batch, because there's some places that would just send out one vial from one batch. Well, that really doesn't do me any good. I mean, it should be the same, yeah. but you always want to send out multiple vials from a batch. It's going to cost a little bit more to do, but you're going to get a real, uh, real specific number uh, or a real guaranteed uh, result, I guess, doing the three. And you can do a meeting of the three, but all three of those should come out the exact same, right? So we get a test report from these third-party labs on these things. Now, we're testing for a number of different things, from um, concentration, sterility, endotoxin testing. So we want to make sure that the drug is potent, right? It's at a certain number, and I think it's 99% or above, and usually these are 100% or above. But they have to be like 99% or above. The next thing is we make sure that sterility is there. Because if sterility is there and there's different things in that vial, like bacteria or something that creeps in there, when you inject it into somebody, then at that point they're going to get that bacteria. And that can cause a number of different things that can go wrong. So for us, that's a very important thing. I mean, I inject these things too. So, you know, I'm putting my butt on the line just as much as you guys are. And I want to make sure everything is good to go. And I always try everything before anybody gets it. So at that point, you know, it, it's good. And these testings are there. And then at that point, the testing for these vials too, for these medications, so you guys know, these are usually tested for three to six month time spans. So what does that mean? That means that the vial goes there, the lab lets it sit there after it's been opened and pierced. And, and taking multiple shots out, and it sits there. And then after three months or one month, they'll be like, all right, cool. Let's do the data on this. Everything's good. Two months, let's go. Okay, we're good to go. Three months, cool. Four months, five months, six months. And that's the limit that they can do for compounding pharmacies. Now, regular, regular pharmaceutical companies can do one year, two years, like Eli Lilly, Pfizer, whatever it may be. And they do the exact same testing on this. And they know that there's not going to be any breakdown of the medication in there. There's no, no problems as far as sterility or endotoxins um, and concentration is going to be there. So that's how it works in the background. If you guys don't know, you guys just got educated. Um, so that's how we do it too as well. All right. Do you have to inject BPC-157 in the area you need to heal, or can you inject it wherever? 
I think it's I think it's systematic, but it's definitely going to help if you put it closest to where the, yeah. the, the pain is, elbow or knee pain. I yeah. would definitely put it closest. It's going to hit the area faster. Yeah. Um, but I mean, everything's systematic to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can inject some of your body; it's probably going to go through it all the way. I mean, they do say this is more site specific, and TB five hundred is more systemic. But at this point, like, I would inject it closest to the area that you need to heal. Not directly into the area. Like, if you have an open cut or, or, or right into a tendon or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no tendons. People Sub- are like, I have tendon pain. It doesn't yeah, mean you put, the, that doesn't do mean you that. put the needle into the don't tendon. Don't do that. That's like trying to pierce a, a pencil eraser. Yeah. It's not going to feel good. You don't want, yeah, plus you don't want to create more scar tissue in those yeah. areas, you know. That's that's the bad thing is yeah. scar tissue. It's, you know, it's not even necessarily the injury. It's after you've healed from the injury. If it's not healed properly, there's more scar tissue in there. And that can cause a lot of issues in there too. And if you're if you're like super lean too, don't pinch the skin and pull it up and use that to no, go underneath. No. No. Well, I mean, you can. No, no, absolutely. No, if you're if you're super if you're super absolutely. lean, a lot of people that are super lean that they're, they're afraid to go in because it's everything's right there. The tendons, yeah. everything's right there. Yeah. So if you need to pinch to get the sub Q a absolutely. little bit in there, pinch a little bit out, and then from here I can go into that. Like, there's no meat right there. Yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah, so yeah. if the pain's there. I could pinch a little here, so don't be afraid to pinch. Or you can do sub Q in your stomach. Absolutely, stomach's good as well. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But don't just jam it in there <laughs> unless you know what you're going into. Yeah, you can definitely do that. That's the way to do it, actually. So subcutaneous is where you want to go, guys, for sure, 100. percent Don't e- intramuscular. Another thing too. I don't mean to cut you off, John, but yeah, I've no seen. Problems. I'm hearing about people putting BPC in their biceps and triceps. It's not made for that. It's not Hercules potion. It's not. Yeah, it's not supposed <laughs> to go into your. Yeah. It's not supposed to go into your bicep. It's not supposed to go into your tricep or, yeah. or in your glute. Or it's yeah. not. It's not intramuscular. So um, I mean, keep that in mind too. So I, mean, I guess we're people are doing concoctions with glutathione and, and BPC and uh, test Titan Complete. Just because it's all water based doesn't mean it's all supposed to go into the same area. <laughs> Just, I'm saying. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I guess they're trying to get it yeah. in all at one yeah, time. You know. I, I could, you know, I'll give you guys an A for effort. Yeah, you better just do it the way you're supposed to do it. <laughs> um, okay, so why is it easier to get a script from a TRT clinic instead of a family doctor? Do they protect the insurance company? Great question, Ryan. So this is a good question. Uh, these are great questions you guys are throwing at us. So keep them coming, please. All right, so the reason it's easier to get a uh, HRT or TRT through a, a more preventative anti-aging clinic or TRT or HRT clinic is that most of them don't accept insurance. Now, the thing with the insurances and with with medical providers like your general practitioner is, is that they run on insurance. So what happens is, is the insurance has certain stipulations um, that they set, not the provider, but them, they set of what they're going to cover and what diagnosis needs to be there and the whole nine. So, if you want to get TRT or HRT through your general practitioner and use your insurance, most insurance companies want two clinically deficient uh, levels ran on the AM um, by the provider. So at that point, like you would be below the reference range, not a point or two above or at the bottom of the scale, lower end, but literally clinically deficient. So at that point, you know, if you're a couple points above that reference range, you're technically normal. Okay, and the insurance company is not going to cover that. So at that point, that's the difference of why you can get one easier from a TRT clinic or a preventive anti-aging clinic than you would from a general practitioner. And they're not protecting the insurance company. It's the insurance company is setting, setting the standard, basically. And at that point, um, the providers have to go off that standard if they want to get reimbursed for the patient. That's It's crazy, yeah. but... That's why I don't accept the insurance. It's a lot of red tape. They're handcuffing the provider what they want to do. This even happens with blood testing. 
when you go into a general practitioner, you can't just be like, hey, listen, I want to get all these tests ran on me. Write it out. They're not going to do that. They're yeah. going to say, oh, well, why do you want this? Why do you want this? Because well, they have to produce diagnosis codes for it to get covered by an insurance company. If they don't produce the right diagnosis codes or the insurance company thinks that that diagnosis is not correct for you, they will not throw that test back on the doctor. That comes directly to you, and you're paying a huge bill at that point. I mean, big. So, you know, you don't want to get caught in that ring around the rosy type deal. Um, and just stop. Yeah, I wouldn't stop messing around. You can go right to Type Medical Center. We're going to help you guys out. Yeah. We're going to be very transparent what's going to go on. So, And I've I found, too, that TRT class is a lot more familiar with what you're trying to accomplish when you go there as opposed to a family doctor. Family Absolutely. doctors, are, I don't know, it's a little... I have nothing bad to say about family doctors, but in terms of what we do yeah. in most TRT clinics, what they do, and why the reason you'd want to go there, whether it's to look better, to feel better, perform better, usually yeah. TRT clinics are more familiar with you know yeah yeah as opposed to someone that you're going in there and telling them stuff that they've never heard about they're like mm -hmm. what and they're just reading a piece of paper mm -hmm. and going off of you know whatever they were taught yeah so ryan asked uh he said my doctor wouldn't give me tests even when my level is 200 well you are clinically deficient at that point if you're a lab corp scale now listen this just doesn't say all right well you're at 200 the doctor's got to make He's, he's got to recommend like this is the recommendation that I'm giving you too yeah. so there's a lot of doctors out there especially the older ones they don't believe in testosterone they still believe the myth that testosterone is going to hurt you mm. it's not when it's monitored correctly and it's done properly it's not going to hurt you it's just going to take you back to the years when you had those levels yeah. you're not talking about super physiological levels you're talking about you know at the higher end of the range right you're, you're living optimal when you were like 18 to 21 years old yeah. you're feeling good right that's what it's about. And there are some doctors out there that don't, don't believe in that. And they believe that, hey, listen, you're going to get old, you're going to age, and that's just a part of life. And I, I don't know how many doctors yeah. I've heard say that to, to patients yeah. or to myself. Um, so at that point, it is what it is. And, um, you know, that's why we do as well as we do. There's a lot of people out there that want help. They go to the general practitioners for this help. They go through all these hoops and they spend all their co-pays and all this other stuff. And they still don't get the help that they want. Yeah, and now yeah. they've wasted time and they come to us like, Man, I wish I would have just did this off the bat. Because, yeah. you know, I was trying to save a couple bucks here and it, it just cost me more in the long run. So, you know, at that point, I would definitely look into us, Ryan, and we will definitely help you out. Okay? Also, Ryan, I would also ask how old are you, too? Because if you're, oh, I mean, yeah. if you're really young, I mean, depending on what well, you consider real young anymore. But if you're young, then that might be a question, uh, a deciding yeah. factor, too, as to why you wouldn't write it. And also, too, have you always been 200? Were you 1,200 or, or 2,000 before at one point, and now you're back to 200, and you're seeing that same doctor? So a lot of times if guys go, and they're way too low, they're 100, 200, mm -hmm. but they're going to the same doctor. Last year, they were out of range, over at 1,500. Wow. So their doctor might be saying, hey, what's going on? Something something is, doesn't seem right, so they may not feel comfortable yep. writing it because they know you're fluctuating up and down, or they know you're going to you know abuse whatever they're giving you, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Have you always been 300? This is the first test, and how old do you would make yeah. it? Oh, you say he's 42. 42 now. It was 42. 32 when it. I was 32 when it was 200. So this is 10 years later. Yeah, you got to get it done again. How are you then? surviving, bro? Yeah, man, um, probably, listen. You, you feel great. <laughs> definitely call or text us. We'll take care of you 100, percent and we'll get you. You know, to 900 at least, man. Yeah. You know, we'll get you balling. Get you. You know, feeling good. You know, where you should be. I mean, it will change the game for you 100. percent Now you said you haven't. You were 32, so it was eight years ago when it was 200? 10. 40, oh, yeah, 42. 10. I thought it was 40, yeah. So it's been 10 years, so, I mean, 
have you got it checked within those 10 years? I mean, it might be 100 now. It might be 300. Yeah. I'll definitely get it checked again before you do anything. Well, car text us. Yeah. Let's test it. Let's yeah. see what's going on, and let's get you going. Yeah. Um, hold on. Uh, best in the business. Many tried, tried, but Titan sets the bar. Thank you. We appreciate you holding. Um, and then we've got Tom Dollar Hyde. I keep tweaking my rear delt, and I have been reading about BBC. BBC is definitely a game changer, especially if you're tweaking your rear delt, your shoulders, any joint areas, tendons, muscles. I mean, it's it's really, really good as far as that goes. And you can add TB500 and make it more systemically uh, throughout the body, and you can more make it – they work together really, really well. So, Yeah, that's a good good thing John mentioned with the TB500 because if people have pain in their rear delt, if you're injecting yourself, it's hard to reach. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to mix it with some TB500 systematic. Mm -hmm. If you have a – you know. A girlfriend, wife, friend, someone that knows how to do it the right way and then they can reach, that's good yep. too. Yep. And then what do we got? Christian, what's going on from Strike Dax? My dude, what's going on? Uh, Gator Palms, Aqualic, Mr. Gutierrez, Mr. Inc., Travis, what's going on? You? Dollar Hyde. Dollar Hyde said, my doctor only prescribes 50 milligrams a week and my test was 90. It only brings me up to about four. That's garbage. That's yeah. another thing that these general practitioners do or urologists. They give you just enough to get you like... Mm, but this, you're still going to have symptoms. Yeah. And then you're still injecting this testosterone. So why not give you the better dose and yeah. get you where you need to be? You're feeling good. You have to inject it anyway. You're injecting testosterone anyway. I mean, and even at 400, I mean, on most scales, you're below the, the middle half. So at that point, if you're not even halfway where you need to be, you know, I mean, how's that how long, feel? How long have you been taking the 50 milligrams to? Man, that's uh, 400 is still low. Just to give you guys an idea, when Jeez. I first came to Titan, my testosterone was 408. And that was about half of what it should be. I didn't know at the time. I mean, I know now, but yep. and I was a I was a four hundred eight, and I they said I definitely qualified, and I feel better now. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, four hundred. So that what they're telling them is, hey, look, we brought your testosterone four times higher than what it was in the yes. beginning. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it used to be ninety. Now it's over four times that. Yeah, but it's still only half about what it, where it should be the right. optimal. Uh, yeah, four times that. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? No, you're right. Yeah, like four yeah. times. Oh, we that, got it four times high. It's better than anything you can buy at the store. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you're no. still yeah, not uh, optimal. You're still half of your total. Of what you half. should be. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, you should be about eight fifty, and you're about four hundred. I mean, just I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying, average. You should be about around eight fifty. Absolutely, absolutely. So <laughs> you have to inject it anyway. Come on. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Um, so Ryan asks, do you incorporate ACG with tests occasionally? So yes. So with a program with us, you're going to get add back support every time. So at that point, it would be ACG or enclomiphene. Um, you'd get testosterone, aromatized inhibitor, syringes, all that stuff would come to your doorstep. So everything you need will be there. So you have a fully encompassed program and we have everything that you need. So you're not getting any of the side effects with all the benefits of beyond hormone replacement therapy or testosterone. Okay. Also, too, Ryan, um, you said ten years ago. Ten years ago, HCG was the thing. Everybody's HCG, HCG. Yeah. So, I mean, and clomiphene, like John said, is something new that we have here. Not too new, but um, yeah. something I use, and it's a capsule. Um, yeah. It's not going to increase your estrogen as much as HCG, so you yeah. don't have to refrigerate it. So, yeah. and clomiphene's a capsule, a lot easier to take, and it does the same thing uh, in terms of your blood work that HCG will do. Um, Tom Dollarhide, five years he's been on that program. Man, it's time to switch. It's time to start feeling optimal. I promise you, you get those numbers up to where they need to be, man, you're going to be feeling a lot better for sure, 100%, like 1 million percent. And guys, with ATG, so ATG is back compounded. I oh, have yeah. one pharmacy that's doing it. Uh -oh. So we are offering that option. Um, you know, it's a little bit more expensive than the Enclomaphene package. 
um, but some people want the ACG, so it is available for you guys. Um, I always like to throw it out there. Some people like ATG and have been on it for such a long time. Yeah, what has their favorites? You know, it is what it is. You can also switch back and forth between Coleman Fiend or ATG and see which one you really like the best. Now, for all you crazies out there, don't take it at the same time. No, I would take it. So, Josh, oh, we can go back and forth. That means I could take it. No, I think it'd be overlapping if you did that. Like, you know, yeah, but that's I mean, your estrogen's going to be yeah, roof. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something you should you don't need to do. You won't have to do. Uh, You know, at that point, it's it's not necessary at all, and it's not going to cause you any big gains or yeah don't decide all of a sudden you want to have a baby now with your wife yeah. or girlfriend oh, and start slamming the HCG and in clomiphene oh, trying to get everything no you, you will that. be getting everybody pregnant and they start yeah. getting your, your little stash you're going to get pregnant too <laughs> lost you guys yeah. for a few I didn't hear your question um, I didn't have a question I said that we incorporate you know with HRT or TRT programs ABAC therapy so HCG or in clomiphene uh, you'll get an aromatized inhibitor the testosterone syringes everything to your doorstep everything that you need all right, so let's get into the first topic of the day. First topic is, right. in China, you have to pass a physical fitness test to graduate from college. Yeah, um, I love this. Yes. I love this. China's probably, um, I don't know everywhere, but from what I see, it's one of the healthier, more fitness. Uh, people are in shape in China. You don't yeah. see a lot of obese, overweight people. And I love stuff like this because it's basically, like, over there, they get it. They yeah. get it in terms of, you know, fitness and eating right and working. They, they just understand. I don't, I don't know why we don't do this over here. But basically, what they have to do is um, before they graduate, it's kind of like the military. They have to take a test. If they don't, um, when, they t- when they take this test, they accumulate points yep. for different events that they do or, or what well, you call them events, different abilities they have to perform. Um, and then if they have a certain amount of points, they pass the test. If they fail, they have to redo it. Mm. And not only that, every semester, it's not just that once you graduate. Every, they make you keep up on it, too, so they don't let you fall off. Every semester, the women have to run 800 meters timed. The men have to run 1,000 meters timed every semester. So it keeps them in shape. So not only is your mind going to be sharper in school, it's keeping you fit. So then once you go into the real world, you have some type of... Because what happens is they, they teach us everything about education and life, but they don't teach anything about fitness and health like they should in school. So what this is doing is setting people up um, to understand that and, and to be, you know, what we t- preach here at Titan, to be good at everything, mm-hmm. you know, to have good health, to have good family, to have a good job, to have Absolutely. good everything. So it's kind of like with this, it's like once you graduate college, now for the rest of your life, you're going to be thinking to yourself, if I start gaining weight or I start falling off, you're going to have the mindset of I need to keep up on it because they taught it to you when you were younger. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. not only that, it's going to have a lot more fit people, a lot mm-hmm. more less depression, a lot more less, you know, it's, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think they should do that over here. I don't know why they don't. It's like we have certain testing during school, you know, in gym class or phys- physical education. We have different tests we do. But then once you get higher up, it's like in even certain schools, like my high school, once you hit 10th grade, if you're playing a sport, you don't have to, you don't have to, do physical fitness anymore that's how it is at peter's school yeah so that's how it is a lot of schools once you if you freshman everyone has to do, freshman everyone has to do physical fitness a gym with physical education yeah and then once you're sub you don't have to so what happens is people will they'll, they'll lose that um you know the connection of fitness and school yep. education with yep. this so it's yep. kind of like off so i love i love i've never heard of this i don't know why i've never heard of this yep. I've, heard, I've seen like i've heard about so many different fitness things or keeping people in shape and there's a reason I always think of why they're in shape over there I mean this isn't the only reason mm-hmm. the diet and everything has a lot to do with it the lack of processed foods um, but yeah I love seeing stuff like this yeah I mean listen I'm, I've never heard of this until. I, I, obviously the 
communist country or China I don't like very much, but I think this is a, a, a good thing to instill, yeah. especially in high schools, um, you know, and as far as a standard. There should be a standard for people as far as physical fitness and nutrition to a certain degree, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't make everybody eat right and you can't make everybody exercise, but we should be promoting this, yeah. right, instead of not promoting it and saying that fat is healthy because it's not healthy. We know that, guys. I mean, it's... It's so crazy, the disinformation world that we live in these days, where some people are so... Sensitive. I, not sensitive, or just at that point, uh, blatantly oblivious to some information that they read, and they start spatting it off. I, I just can't believe it. Like, yeah. You know, when you start seeing people saying, well, it's okay to be morbidly obese, and I'm still healthy. It's not. I mean, yeah. I mean, physical activity is, is a major part of who we are as human beings. Yeah. You know, when we were put on this earth, what we were supposed to be doing. I mean, really, we're all lazy to a certain extent. When we were, me, Drew, everybody. And yeah. that's because we're not out hunting our food. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's why the body does what it does. And like yeah. in storing calories. Because the body was trained like, you don't know when the next food or calories you're going to get so at that point your body stores them for later so at that point we're an excessive world an excessive country i know in the u.s china might be a little bit more restricted as far as that goes um it's a lot different in china than it is here in the united states all the way around yeah some of the stuff i don't like like what you said but i'm just in terms of health no this is awesome in terms of health i I think china's they're definitely winning in terms of like actual health um other stuff the way they you know you know, kids are kind of over overworked in school and physical yeah. stuff, and you know the way they could, you know, if you cross the street and it's not the right, right time, you get a ticket and the money comes out of your bank and all yeah. that. I don't agree with all that stuff, but in terms of, of health and fitness, yeah, I love stuff like this. I don't know why we don't do this over here. We should have. Um, I, I, I listen. I know, like back in the sixties, like Kennedy, he mm-hmm. was really hardcore about these programs, yeah. um, and then it just kind of started dying off through the years. Man, I mean, yeah. listen. When my son was going to one school and they didn't require any PE in, yeah. in, in middle school, I'm like, this is this is a shame. Like, yeah. you're you guys are hurting these kids more than ever. I mean, because yeah. kids aren't out like they used to be. Like, we're not out like, yeah. like when we were young. We were out there playing basketball, or playing with our friends. There, you know, and we had Nintendo. I think you know, 12 years old or something like that. So it wasn't like we were oblivious. We didn't have games. It was just more people want to be outside and play with their friends. Yeah. And now it's it's more of a online thing and that's where it's going augmented reality yeah. virtual reality Fortnite and I, I mean crazy. you're yeah. staying inside yeah. phones I mean yeah. I don't know how many people are on their phones kid wise I mean they're attached to their phones more than ever iPads whatever it is and of course these have become an essential part of living like I don't know anybody that doesn't have a phone that's an adult like unless they're no. old old right the thing is like yeah, our I, age group I, yeah, I remember like 10 years ago or even 15 years ago, people were like, I don't have a phone. You'd be yeah. like, okay, he doesn't have a phone. Yeah. Now, if I hear someone has a house phone, I'm like, you have a house phone? Yeah. Like, what's a house phone? I mean, How do you even dial on a house even phone? Even email addresses. Yeah. About it. Like 10 years ago, people might not have an email address. And yeah. They might not be able to do this or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, most people now have an email address. They have a social media account. I mean, whether they're older, younger, I mean, whether it's Facebook or whatever yeah. it is, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, it's just, it's nuts. You know, it's so, it's just kind of crazy. I'm just, I'm just spotting that off, I guess. Um, I think we should do this over here. I want to know if anybody knows any schools or any places that do this, like private yeah, private schools or yeah. private universities. Or outside of the military, I know all the military, they have certain physical yeah. requirements. but uh, And even those have lessened. Yeah. We, we, we talked to one of them. It was like 12 push-ups yeah. within 60 <laughs> seconds or something crazy. I was like, wow. 
Yeah, but I guarantee you, any of these people over there graduated from college can pass that military test. Yeah, because their test looked almost harder than they had to do. Like the women have to run. I don't know what the time they have to run, but I know the women have to run eight hundred meters, yeah. which is two miles. Yeah, the men have to run a uh, thousand, which is two and a half, you know, yeah. two and a quarter miles. So yeah. it's crazy. String that Christian asks, "What sports did John Drew and Art play?" I played basketball. Wasn't aggressive enough for football. Yeah, I played football, basketball, and track. Football, soccer, baseball. Yeah, I played uh, in high school. Uh, in high school, I got letters baseball, soccer, and uh, basketball. Mm. And the reason I, I played football all the way up until high school, mm. but when I went away to high school, they didn't have a football team. So mm. I had to literally relearn a whole new sport. Yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, I played soccer like I would football. I was midfield, and I would go slide tackle everybody. I'd come at you like a train. I could care less about scoring. I'm definitely coming at you, and if you're in my way, I'm going to slide tackle you. I'm going to get the ball away. So that was that was the only thing for me. But I love football. I'm a football guy. Yeah, I'm a football guy, too. I was better at football, but I like playing basketball better. But basketball now or basketball, I haven't. I mean, when you gain that much weight playing basketball, I mean, I feel like I've never played before when I play now. It's almost depressing, but uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, baseball, I got offered scholarships, went that, did that route. Um, So that was my better sport, I guess. Basketball is good. I always started, I mean, shooting and all that, but I mean, now it's like, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. I need to get shoulder shoulder surgery so I can even shoot or throw again. Yeah, now it's like three or four shots and my elbow hurts. (laughs) And then I'm like, I don't understand how I used to do this for hours, and one arm is not tired, but this arm. Yeah. Now, my because I'm a left, I shoot left. So now, if I shoot, like, it's awkward because I'm bulky. It's awkward <laughs> yeah, now. It's, it's different, weird. right? It's so much different. It's different. Like, it's like, I think I could do it like I used to, but it's not the same. It's I mean, definitely I gotta, different. Like, it's, 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 different. It's, it's definitely awkward. What's up with Tristan Thomas getting busted for MK677? Yeah. I didn't about, see this. You heard about it? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's been everywhere. Tristan Thomas? Yeah. I be, I, he, I, be, I butte him. I beat him Morton. I beat him Morton, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. Tristan. Suspended 25 games? So anybody out there, NFL, NBA guys, you guys oh, always hear us talk about no. therapies. Make sure that these therapies aren't on the banned substance lists. Yeah. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Yeah. So make sure whether you're NCAA, NBA, NFL, yes. WNBA, doesn't matter what you do, make sure it's not on the banned substance Damn. list. LGD4033 and I beat Suri's on SARMs too, huh? It's pretty good advertisement. Damn, bro. <laughs> I mean, lean body mass? I mean, oh, my God. Well, yeah. listen, everybody's going to be wanting to do Tristan's these things Tristan's got a now. lot of stuff going on, though. I mean, he's got the Kardashian thing. That he's got. Oh, that he's always, he's always, oh, that's always in his that's head. Right, that's, always, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, listen, I always tell any athlete, and we've got some pros that come to us, that, Listen, make sure we're okay. Because I don't want you to get on TV or on the internet, and I don't want to be on TV or internet yeah. for you taking things you shouldn't be taking. Yeah. Ask your coach, trainer, whoever you have to ask. I like, mean, just, there's, there's always a list. There's a list. NCAA has a list. And there's always well, a list. There, NHL. Listen, there's more, there's more people than ever in yeah. these athletes that are taking PEDs. Yeah. Like, Tim Grover is a good friend of mine. Tim Grover called me up one day, and he said, listen, he said, I need to talk to you. I said, what's going on? And he's like, listen, he's like, I just want to make sure. He's like, there is a there is a, a reporter right now in a news outlet that's offering a million dollars to say who's on testosterone in the league right now because there's some oh, big, wow. big players are on it, he said. Yeah. And I said, well, it ain't me, so I ain't helping any of those guys out, so I'm not really worried about it. He's like, good. I just want to make sure because you don't want to get caught. Because like, mm. they're looking. I mean, they want to expose stories like this, yeah. especially PDs. And then, you know, if you take a PED and you're a professional athlete, you know, you risk – what 
Sammy Sosa is going through. Mark McGuire is going through. Roger Clemens is going through. Asterix going to have an asterisk next to every They'll record. Never be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Their their records don't count. I mean, it's just, it's stupid. It's stupid to even see like you know. I mean, even Barry Bonds, where they did not catch him. Yeah. They knew. Everybody yeah, yeah. knows. They didn't catch him. He wasn't convicted. And he's still going to be blackballed. Yeah, Mark McGuire, all those guys. It's, it's like even Jose Canseco, even going back. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's the one that really. He, he was like the original guy. He's the that, guy that read on everybody. Yeah, he wrote yeah, the book and he told yeah. the story about everybody, and then everybody denied it. And they, right. Congress got involved because of, you know, the, the biggest thing was with Sosa McGuire, during that time, they revitalized baseball. Like baseball yeah. was in slow end, was going down, and it just that home run race just revitalized everything. People like to see home runs. People like to see you know great plays made. And PEDs are not going to make those plays. The players are. Now... Yeah, the skill level, the brain. Yeah, I mean, whether they get stronger, yeah. they might get a little faster, you know, but that's not going to train eye and hand coordination. It's not going to train form. You could be the biggest son of a bee out there and have the best velocity out there. And if you can't control it, yeah. you're nothing. So at that point, like, even pitchers, like... That's why I was terrible at baseball. I could throw hard. Yeah. Terrible. I can't even, like, throw it, like... Yeah, you, you could be fifty feet in front of me. I, I, I throw it hard, but it would yeah, go over here. Like, right, it was just way so, off. You know, I mean, it's not all about how strong you are, or you know, how, how fast you can throw it, it, or how hard you can hit. You still got to have eye-hand coordination to hit the ball, yeah. and that doesn't develop through steroids or any anabolics that I know of. I wanted if that is the case. I want some superhuman powers where I could see like an eagle. And at that yeah. point, I can, you know what I'm saying? The thing is, if that was really the case, then the records would be getting broken every year because there's so many guys that are oh, taking stuff. For sure. There's only, I mean, it just so happens that one or two of the guys broke a record. But what about the other yeah. thousand yeah. <laughs> guys that take stuff that were just a mediocre player? He might have been bigger, stronger, and faster than the guy that broke the records. But like Definitely. John said, he didn't have the athletic skill. He didn't have, like, you know, yeah, the, man. The, the instinct or whatever you need in baseball to be able to do that. So yeah, you got it, it was fun, though, watching Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds it, that one year. Dude, they both hit, like, 65, so, so him, I mean, dude, like, that was yeah. that revitalized baseball, literally. Guys. That was fun that year. Um, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's fun, you know. It's like, come on. Yeah. Uh, what up, John? Does type prescribe HGH or similar peptides? So we definitely prescribe similar peptides. So we just talked about the therapy of the week. Maybe I didn't go into in depth with it. CJC twelve ninety five with Iperellin. That is the therapy of the week. There's twenty five dollars off of that therapy right now, and that is a GHRH peptide. It's a growth hormone releasing hormone peptide. And what it's going to do is those are actually two peptides in one vial, and they're going to work synergistically together to you know to spice up to bump up your own natural growth hormone release in your pituitary so you get some different benefits whether it's sleep better sleep patterns more anti-aging effect all the way around more lean muscle losing weight all these great things come with cdc 1295 with that so really really good stuff also um you want to, someone's talking about increasing there similar to hgh yeah, MK677, similar to HDH. MK677 is another one that we do. That's an oral. If you have issues with eating, that would be the only downfall to it. But that was what we were just talking about Tristan Thomas uh, yeah. being busted for. IGF-1, too, will also do IGF similar. It has. It's not similar in its, its the way, it, this chemical structure, yeah. but it's similar in what it produces. Yes. Um, igf less side great effects, one. too. IGF-1 is a great one. You know, If you guys want to run that, that's another good one, too. What do you guys think of injectable carnitine? Injectable answer: it works great. It's good for a lot of different things. There's a lot of different benefits of it. We have L-carnitine in most of our Titan mixes, like Titan, Titan Complete, Complete yeah. Hercules Potion. Um, so they're in there uh, at a lower dosage, right? 
but we do have L-carnitine at 500 milligrams per ml just by itself. So if you're looking for a heavy dose of L-carnitine, we do do that too as well. So whether you want to get a little bit of it or you want to get a good, a good strong amount with 500 milligrams per ml, which is probably the highest you're going to find, um, at that point, we, we can help out either way. And also the 500 milligram L-carnitine, that's water-based, right? Yes. Okay, because I know before, I've heard before of people getting injectable L-carnitine. Yeah. And it's been oil-based, so, you know, it's going to sting a little bit, it's thicker. Yep. But our L-carnitine, um, like John said, is water-based, so yep. it's going to be thin. I, I mean, I assume it is, because it's yeah, type yeah, and everything yeah, else, yeah. so it's going to be like B12, thin, watery, like Hercules Potion, mm-hmm. where it's easy to inject and you don't really feel that much. Because mm-hmm. I know, though, I know I've heard in the past of, oh, carnitine, it hurts during the injection, hurts during the injection. Yeah. That's straight carnitine oil-based that's, like, super concentrated, which we yeah. don't have here, so painless injections with carnitine. All right, so what else we got here? Um, we'll say, Teresa, what's going on? How you doing, Teresa? IBB Pro. Uh, Lanika, Beast, what's going on? Um, Tom asked, are you guys who had Thor? And he, no, so we had Michael Hearn in our booth, Big Drew, me, Rodney. Um, our booth definitely dominated for sure. The, yeah, we had like every guest. At one point, we had like yeah, 20 of the there. biggest like. <laughs> Not biggest physically, but biggest names. Yes. Actors. Yes. Actresses. Yeah. 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 We, we Pros. Other people from other booths. People, from, people in movies coming out. People <laughs> in movies that's already been out. Like wrestlers. We had a, we yeah. had rest. We had Titus. We had everybody. We had everybody. Yeah. We had everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to dominate this Olympia coming up too. Yes, and yes. we're going to take a couple of the crew out to uh, the Arnold just to go out there and, and relax. We're not going to have a big booth at the Expo for Arnold. We will at Olympia though, 100%. Uh, there was also another one. Yeah, I keep hearing people talk about them. Man, you guys killed it over there. I walked over. I was going to come over, but I seen Michael Hearn. I I'm seen Tyler O'Neill. I seen. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was like, um, randomly drug test. So, in some sports, you can mm. take HRT or TRT or some of these different things if you are prescribed and they accept a prescription. So, at that point, it's really up to uh, the the organization um, as yeah. far as that goes. Yeah, even with prescriptions, I've heard that in the past too. Oh, I'm prescribed. I'm prescribed. Yeah, yeah but if it's on the NCAA list. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So, no. also too, if people are prescribed something that's on a banned list, ask your doctor, or medical provider, and just say, "Is there another alternative I could take?" Because yep. this is on my list. Yeah, like I'm not there's not one medication for one thing. There's, even here at Titan, we have different medications that do this different things. So, yep. if you're like, "Okay, I want to take say MK six seven seven, but it's on the list," mm-hmm. once you call the number, or speak to one of our medical providers. Just say, "Hey, I'm I'm in the NBA. I want to take MK six seven seven. I heard what happened with Tristan. What else can you guys take?" Mm-hmm. And then we'll let you know. Then you could let your nutritionist, your coach, or whoever manages yep. you know yep. and work like that. That way you don't have to have any problems. Yeah. Yep. So you guys are good there. Um, does use of IGF-1 cause insulin resistance? So if you use any of these products, like the growth hormone releasing hormone peptides and stuff like that, usually like, like CJC-1295 with Iperlone, you could take that extendedly. And it's not going to cause any insulin resistance or anything like that. With IGF-1, um, now listen, with IGF-1, you're not going to take for extended amounts of time either. You're going to usually be on this at three months at maximum. Mm-hmm. And if you run these courses like this, you're not going to have a problem with insulin resistance or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you run it for a long extended period of time, there might be a, a sensitivity uh, that, you know, as far as, you know, a buildup, and you are going to get some resistance, I guess, out of that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to cause permanent insulin resistance. 
Um, but you're not going to be on IGF-1 more than three months with us anyway. You go off for a month, and if you're off for 30 days, you can go back on for a couple, three months. So on, off, on, off with that one. That's the only one you have to do. CJC-1295, MK, you're going to want to go on, maybe 90 days tops, and then you're going to go off too as well. Also, Ryan had a good question. He, was asking, he said that um, our good... Not question. He said that it's allowed that their test level is a thousand. Wow. So I guess that's what we try to do here at Titan. Not maybe not that high. Sometimes nine hundred, eight fifty. Yeah. But basically, they're allowing you to be at your optimal level. Is basically yep. what we're trying to get you. That's a smart move by the NFL. Yep. Because if someone's two hundred, and they're not feeling well, and another guy is naturally good, he doesn't need anything. It's kind of a disadvantage. So what they're doing is giving everybody advantage that they can go up to a thousand. Yep. Now, on the flip side, is that if I'm a, if I'm a all-star and my levels are only 300 just imagine how much better I'm going to be at 1,000 now I'm three times higher so even my levels are low my skill is is so much better that so I mean hey NFL guys check on that if that's the case give absolutely. us a call but check on it first absolutely Sam W asked what carrier oils uh, of your TRT so what, what kind of different oils we have so um, there are a couple different options um, there's MCT, there's regular grapeseed oil, there's, um, cotton, uh, there's a cottonseed oil too, but you got to make sure that you don't have any allergies. So we usually go through that with you too as well. Yeah, we don't use peanut oil. No, and no not, peanut, oil. peanut oil. <laughs> no. I've heard of a place in Miami years back that was yeah, using peanut oil, people getting infections and it was, died, it was a nightmare. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is, so one form is carrying undecanate, testosterone undecanate. The problem is, is they're gonna they're gonna discontinue it because I was gonna start like asking patients if they wanted to use it, um, but the way with, with testosterone decanate, I guess it's good for like sixty to ninety days, so you take one shot. So I guess a lot of providers didn't want to prov provide that with for their patients. <laughs> so, yeah, I could see it. Might, yeah, you, know. you wouldn't really be stable. I don't know. I, I can't imagine anything keeping your blood level stable. You inject it once every thirty days. Yeah, it's kind of like the pellets. Like you're all over yeah. the place. I don't, this pellet might dissolve in this yeah. person different. Yeah, yeah. And then you got aromatization, all the other stuff yeah. that's going on. Now, what is really cool is is that there is a new commercial product that has came out, and it's testosterone in a capsule, and it does not go through the liver or the kidneys. So there's no breakdown of liver toxicity whatsoever, which is really cool. Mm. Because that's the problem with oral testosterone. Except if you get sublinguals through us. That's micronized, it goes yeah. to lymphatic. So it, it's sublingually getting taken in and not going through, you know, the necessary channels. Because if you take testosterone orally, then you would have some issues. Mm. I've heard of people like, I mean, you take certain things you take orally, you, yeah. it's going to get excreted. Yeah. If you have much water or sweat uh, to a certain extent. So. Mm. Okay. So saw some the IG the other day. Forgive me my ignorance. TRT clinics. Let's say you have an athlete that is competing. Do clinics have the ability to prescribe DECA, Anavar, Anadrol? What if a patient? So, uh, other TRT, there's TRT clinics out there that will give their patients Anavar, Anadrol, and DECA, and Stanazole. There's Stanazole that's available out there. Um, there was Boulderon that was available out there. Yeah, I don't understand that. It's, okay, listen. When I seen this in the pharmacies, like their SKUs. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, and then I asked the pharmacist. I, I get on the phone with the pharmacist because they're the guys that are the doctor of the pharmacy. I'm like, listen, what are you guys? That, what are the clinics prescribing this for? Like, you know, because like, they're right. They can't say TRT. They can't say TRT. If you, got, TRT. if you guys don't know Boldenon, Boldenon, otherwise known as Equipoise, Equipoise. it's a veterinary steroid. Yeah. It's made for horses. It's what they give racehorses. It's made for dogs, cats, and horses. 
So, so if you go to like a veterinary ph- pharmacy, it'll be in there for a horse. So, so I mean, it was crazy. How are they going to give that to? It was crazy. It, 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 it was for human use. So yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't the the animal one. So I mean, it was like. I just, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. And listen, we will never do this stuff. So yeah. if somebody says, listen, I'm committed, what? So I want to give them a whole bunch of stuff to ruin their body? No, we're not doing that. Yeah. So if anybody wants to go do that, they can find a place that does it, and, and we're not going to do it. So, you know, it's, for Nandrolone, if you have supporting documentation, that might be something that can get provided. But, we, but again, I don't mean to cut you off. No. With Nandrolone, you're not going to get... Ronnie Coleman, you know, no. you're not going to get, you're going to get enough just so your elbow feels a yeah. little bit better or whatever you're using yeah. it for. So, and that, at that point, unless you're, you, you're not going to be using it for, to, for a cosmetic difference. No, you're talking about 100 milligrams a week, possibly. Yeah. And Anavar or Oxandrolone, that was also banned. FDA, didn't they ban yeah. that? So they, they banned one certain commercial product. So I guess the other commercial products they're going to let through and the powders okay. are going to let through. Okay. But... <clears throat> When I talked to the pharmacies last, they were they were backstocked in some of these products. Mm-hmm. Anadrol was another one they were backstocked in. One thing they did have was Stanazol. I'm like, we're not doing Stanazol, sorry. Because like, yeah, we just you know just instead of doing this one, just do this one. I'm like, we're not doing that. Sorry. I mean, I re- I remember like when I first started Titan. I've told somebody else's story earlier. When I first started Titan, I would go around to these different pharmacies and try to set up accounts. And I was a nobody at that point. Nobody Titan's nothing. So at that point, when I go in there, I bring my list and of what I wanted to be made, and I'd have like Oxandrolin on there and, and stuff, and they'd look at me and they'd say, absolutely not, you're crazy, <laughs> we're never gonna produce these drugs at all. Yeah. And it's just funny that all of them, all these pharmacies are pushing these anabolic steroid drugs. It is nuts. It's just something I, I can't wrap my head around. We're not gonna partake in that. We're gonna make sure you're healthy. We're gonna you know, get what you need to make you that way. But yeah. these things, when we start talking about Anadrol, I mean, come on, man. I mean, hemoglobin matter gonna go out, red blood cell count's gonna go up, you're gonna get bloated possibly. I mean, you know, I understand it's a mass gainer. Anadrol is the strongest, but it's also the most toxic anabolic steroid yeah. you can take. Yeah, I mean. So I mean, and yeah. the thing, oxymethylone is the oxymethylone. Oxymethylone is the actual commercial product. Yeah, the actual name of it. You know, you know, Advil's ibuprofen. Yeah. Anadrol is oxymethylone, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And the thing with Anadrol, as soon as you stop taking, you're gonna lose everything. Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. Some stuff you take, you know, IGF, you take it for a long time, you stop it, everything kind of stays, the cells were built. Mm-hmm. Anadrol, a bunch of water and weight. So as soon as you take it, you could be, say, a guy weighs 220 pounds on January 1st, he could stop it, and he could be mm-hmm. 185 pounds on February 1st. No, it's true. Eating the same food. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, yeah, it's definitely not. So, Seth Jordan said, what about these testosterone shoes I keep hearing about? So, I've seen these testosterone shoes. Listen, they got to be sublingual. I've seen the chews and stuff like that. If you're swallowing that down, you're talking about going through liver, and it's going to be toxic. I mean, I don't care what they say. Um, also, with the chews, how is it compounded? Like, it's, I mean, like a, it's, a, it's like a piece of candy. Literally. No, but I mean, what are they using? Like, are the filler, or what are they using to make that? So, uh, it's when like, people take testosterone chew, it's it's not as high as an injection will be. No. So, a lot of times, I may take more chews to equal the amount, but then you have more filler, yeah. more of the bonding that's in the chew, yeah. and it's just more extra stuff you don't need in, in your So, stomach. we do sublinguals, and what we do is we do 200 milligram sublinguals, and what happens is is they'll cut the, the sublingual in half. Like it's mm. like a little square. They'll cut it in half. They'll take half in the morning and half at lunch. And that way their, their levels are even keel all through the yeah. day. Because micronized testosterone, the way it works, it's really fast, in and out. 
So if you took it all in the morning, you, by afternoon or let's say one, two, or three o'clock, it's going to be pretty much all gone. And then you're going to start feeling the symptoms. You're going to be tired and everything like that until you take your next dose. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what it is. Now, I mean, I, I've seen... Um, I know a lot of women use the... Uh, they use, they use the they sublinguals. Use the sublinguals, yeah, because they, they don't the need thing. as much. They're not obviously not going to take as much as a man would take. Right. So. And it's harder to dose injectable testosterone for a female out of that because, one, the milligrams per ml are usually <laughs> they higher. They do like 0.1 on an insulin needle yeah. or something like that. Yeah, even that, say. you're talking about, what, 20 That's milligrams? Still too high, yeah. You yeah. know? So it's uh, we, we have some different pharmacies that have made us injectable testosterone like 25 milligrams per ml. Mm. So we can break it down and we can give them two, three, four, five milligrams. But we don't like to do that first. We like to try to get them to do their sublingual cream. It's a mm. lot easier on the, the female as far as that goes. But if that doesn't work, then we always have the injectable and we, we can go that route too as well. All right. Uh, what type of test do you guys use for TRT? We have all different propionate, sipionate, and anthate. We have all the different blends. Tri-test, it has all three. We have Siprop, we have sip and anthate. So, you know, we have all these different ones. Elbow tendon pain in the middle of the night, but doesn't hurt any other time. That's really weird. Middle of the night? Are you sleeping on it? Di- oh, yeah, that's got that's got to be it. It's, it's got to be something that you're doing as far as sleep. Though. Do you train? Are, are you training like triceps or doing heavy presses right before you go to bed? Maybe yeah. it's just I don't know. But yeah. middle of the night, but nothing. That should be a time where it's not hurting because you're yeah. not moving. Keep it if you keep it standing sometimes. I mean, oh, like, actually, yeah, yeah, you know, that happens to me. Yeah, it, it, or if you had a, your wife or girlfriend or whoever your partner and they land your arm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah. that's over with now. <laughs> but I know mine. If my arm is extended, yeah, I have to like put a pillow. I always yes. have a pillow. Yeah. If it's extended, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. do have a little stiffness. Right. <laughs> yeah. It has to like if it's straight. I have to like have it a little bit bent, like yeah, seventy five percent at least. Yeah. Train at sure. five a.m. I'm not sure why we have for sure. That night. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the way to do it. All right, so let's talk about the next topic real quick. Ohio Senate overrides Governor Vito for Transcare Sports Ban HB sixty eight. Those was important to bring up. Well, so the Ohio uh, Senate originally in their house sent a bill to the governor about f- transgender females. So this is a male switching to a female, and. If they're playing sports, they're not allowed to get any of this different uh, transitioning care. They don't want it for minors, um, puberty blockers, like all these different things that are going on right now. And they're not able to participate in female sports as well. Mm. So this, I will. As, so they, as so well. they pretty much can't play at all. No. So they can't. They cannot play. Um, you know, and that's just that's what's come down. Now, this governor tried to veto this, this, this ban. And then what happened was, was the Senate came back and then they... They voted to override this veto, so it's uh, it's a pretty serious thing, and this has been going around in a couple different states right now. As far as this goes, I think it's a good thing. I don't think that we need to give any kid puberty blockers that has not been through puberty yet. Yeah, I, it's and the reasoning for some of these people was we want to give them puberty blockers so they can identify what they really want to be. Well, how the hell do they know that they really want to be when they've never been anything yet? Yeah, and you're altering their mind before it's developed, like right? before it's even even physically before they're developed. They're, yeah. Like you can make a decision of what gender you want to be before you even reach your potential height, or before right? a girl even has a a menstrual cycle. Right. I mean, I've heard things where um, young young girls, I'm not sure, they get their menstrual cycle like 11, 12, or whatever. Yeah. If, what if they get their menstrual cycle late, but now she's 12 years old, so she wants to be or he wants to be a woman at 12. 
and then now, or you know, it's yeah, just no, before it's you great. even. My mind is you're not mind is not even fully developed. It's not, developed. Like, it's not even about physical. Your mind is not developed yeah. at that point. It's just you know, it, it's, they just have their own league. I've been saying this every time we have one of these discussions about transgender athletes. They should have their own league. They should have a league for women to transition as men. Mm-hmm. They should have a league for men that transitioned into women and mm-hmm. just make their own league, have different ages, organizations, skill yep. levels. Yep. That way they'll never have to worry about unfair advantages. I agree. I agree 100%. Or, or discrimination or anything like that. It is yeah. what it is. Like, and then they would, their sports would get better because now you have a, you know, a, a male to female yeah, male to female against another male to female. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. Blow some other chick out yeah, of water, it's you know? even playing field. Yeah, and it'll rise the quality of that sport. Even playing field. When they came out with the WNBA, they came out with the WNBA because none of these women, I mean, they may think they can, but they wouldn't be able to, after after college, these women realize I have to go overseas to play pro because yeah. otherwise I'm going to be at the rec or I'm going to get a coaching job yeah. or just play in some league. Yeah. So they came up with their own league. Yeah, and the league now, you know, it's doing well. Why yeah. not just have their own league? I don't, I don't, I don't I understand it. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if they wouldn't get support, or I don't know. I, I think if that's what it is. And this, this damn, they should ban it. Eighteen years old before you can do anything, like anything. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I think that you know you should be able to go through. You go through things, and then you, if you want to at eighteen to change things, yeah, that's your God given right. Three minute warning. Three minute yeah. warning. So at that point, I, you know, I. Agree with the Ohio Senate doing the override on the governor, mm. um, and I think if he were to leave this in a place with a veto, that he would be hurting a lot more kids out there um, that really don't know. And the trendy thing is to be gay now, or and I'm not saying that there's nothing bad about gay people, but that's a trendy thing. Like you know, you see more transgenders now, you see more gay people now. That's the thing; trends end. You know, you know, it's a, a fad or a fa- it's, it's a trend. It ends. You know. So if when I was if I was 12 years old and I loved race cars. And then now, once I hit eighteen, I hate race cars. I don't even want to be yeah. around them. I, yeah. I don't know that yet. Yeah. So it's like it was my it was a trend. It was something yeah. I was interested in for that time period. It wasn't like I was, you know. Yeah, I could go. I on. agree. I could go on. Listen, I agree with you one hundred percent on this. You know, I mean, everybody has their own opinion. We have our own opinion on these things. And yeah. Just is what it is. I, I think that everybody should be treated equally, and there should be any discrimination between anybody what they want to be, whether it's their sexual preference, their color, their religion, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But there shouldn't be any pushing or forcing down anybody's throat. Like, I'm Greek Orthodox. I don't push that down Jews' throat. I'm like, you need to be Greek Orthodox. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, no. Uh, yeah. or It's just the same. So, I mean, nothing should be pushed down anybody's throats, whether you're gay and you, you're pushing down somebody's throat or vice versa. If I'm heterosexual, I'm pushing down a gay person. Yeah. You shouldn't be gay. Or, or they should be like, you should be gay. Yeah. One way or the other, yeah. it should just be however you want to be, but it should not be forced down anybody's throat. Because I know kids now, they're playing videos in schools and all this, so they're subliminally getting them to... I know. It's, you know, it's just uh, crazy. And then the kids aren't allowed to tell the parents what they're showing them in school. It's, just, I, I it's don't ridiculous. Understand it. I don't understand it. It's like they're giving kids too much, like... Um, I don't know what the word is, but like they're giving them the ability to make adult decisions. Right. I don't have to tell my mom what they're showing me in school right. because I'm the one that's in charge. Right. I, I want to be a woman even though I'm a man. I, I could, you know, that's something you have to not earn, but get to a certain level. In you California, know? they can take your kid for you for that now. That's crazy. You know, and then in California, they just had a couple of laws passed. Think about this: if you're if you're a, a store out there, you have to have a kids gender neutral toy section. I've seen what they have at Target. They have the... Oh, that's bad. Man. I mean, you're, legally, you have to have it in California now. One minute, guys. One minute. All right. 
So listen, let's end it on a high note. We've got a couple different events coming. 210 Healthy Family Fair at Waterworks Park here in Tampa. 229 to 33. We will be a couple of us will be at the Arnold Sports Fest in Columbus, Ohio. 330, 427, 525, and 112. We will be in Orlando for the Clash Series Championships. Um, so we'll be there for every one of those bad boys. We're looking forward to that. There'll be some new events for us that we've never done before. Yeah, whole class series, a series of class, like five shows, four yeah. shows. And then we'll have, I mean, probably Tampa Pro coming up. We hope it'll be tight. Medical Tampa Pro again. Yeah. We'll have uh, Mr. Olympia coming down the, the, the pipe. And then uh, probably more. I, I, yeah. You know, we're going to do a lot more events. So and now, I know Bikini Girls. They hear Clash. That's like the that, Olympia yeah, for yeah. Bikini Girls. Because so. they have one. They just have one. It's an all-women's weekend. Yeah. All women's weekend. Yeah, all all and the thing is all the class are huge bikini yeah. shows, but yeah. that all women's weekend one's a huge yeah. that's like the Yeah, you know so est- estrogen on thousand weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so get some girls Let's out there go. for that one for sure, hundred yeah. percent. All right guys, so I think that's it. That's all we got for you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in for Titan Lifestyle. We hope you have a great Friday. And uh, that's it for me. Yeah, that's pretty much it for this week, guys. Make sure you hit the bell on YouTube so you're notified of videos like this. Check us out on the podcast. We do this every week on Facebook and Instagram as well. I'll see you next week. Have a great week. Hey, guys.